Hello! I'm Haley and this is Taya and welcome to Haley and Taya Rupus Supernatural and Start Over and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, and this week we are talking about season four, episode three, In the Beginning. It originally aired on October 2nd, 2008, and was written by Jeremy Carver and directed by Stephen Nope. Steve Boyum. There's no end there. Jeremy has done a couple from season three. Very hit or miss, because he did Mystery Spot, but, like, he also did Sin City, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he's gonna be around until season 11. And Steve Boyum has done a few on and off. Directors are a little more, you know, come and go. So far, we've seen Crossroads Blues and Dream a Little Dream of Me, which I... What the fuck was Dream a Little Dream of Me? Was that the... the that was the... That was the Bobby Coma. Oh. Okay. With yeah. the weird dream root situation. Oh, yep. Okay. Where I think Sam has a weird dream about about Bella for no reason. Yeah, the weird sex dream. Yeah, weird. Anyway. Anyway. So I can get right into it. Oh yeah. So this episode, um, brief content warning in the beginning for, um, in the very beginning for flashy lights, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like happened a lot this season with Dean's, Dean's hell Dean. nightmares. Yeah, yeah, there's, it's both flashing lights and it's really saturated, so yeah. it's, it's like reds, so. So, we start with Dean waking up from a hell PTS dream about, PTS? Oh, sorry, I stopped. I'm gonna the sentence as I wrote it verbatim. Dean wakes up from a hell PTSD dream about hell. Good. Awesome. Good. Shortly after Sam slips out to go on an evening soiree with Ruby. Cass is sitting on Dean's bed and he's like, You gotta stop it. And Dean's like, stop what? And then Cass touches Dean's forehead, and uh-huh. Dean promptly wakes up. On a park bench in Lawrence, Kansas, in 1973. He has been woken up by a cop. Yeah, he's woken up by a cop, and the cop's like, you can't fucking sleep here, what are you doing? And Dean's like, wow. Okay. (laughs) He goes to a diner where he meets his young dad. Young dad. Follows him to a car lot, tells him to buy the 67 Impala, and introduces himself as Dean Van Halen, at which point John says, hi, I'm John Winchester. Dean tries to probe him for, like, information on on a case that he thinks is happening. Um, and John clearly has no idea what he's talking about. And it's like, hey, hey, mister, back off. Yeah. Dean keeps following him. John goes up to meet up with Mary, who excuses herself and then goes and beats on Dean for following them. And this is how Dean finds out that she's a hunter. Because I think Mary thinks that he's some supernatural yeah i think at first she's like what what i mean what are you doing like why are you following she's like what are you and he's like huh yeah um dean's like whoa you're a hunter i'm a hunter and mary's like sorry my dad's a little and dean's like oh my god i have to meet him so dean goes home with mary and has dinner at their at 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 the the the, the campus's house and he meets his maternal grandparents, Deanna and Samuel. If mm-hmm. the names sound familiar, well, they fucking yeah. should. Yeah. Um, Dean wants to help on the case, and he figures it's why Cass sent him there. 
And the case, he finds out uh, after he goes to, uh, they go, he pretends to be a priest at some lady's house, has to do with Azazel. Um, because the sun boy was like, the man had yellow eyes. Dean is like, yo, this guy killed my family, let's get him. And Samuel is like, actually, you're fucking crazy. What do you mean, demon? Mm-hmm. Dean then has a heart-to-heart with Mary about John and how she doesn't want to be a hunter and she wants to get away from this life. She says there's nothing worse to her than her own kids growing up like this. Um, which is one of my notes. It's, it's a lot, but it's a lot. Then Dean is cryptic and is like, I need you to promise me something. And she's like, yeah, okay. And he's really cryptic about her not getting out of bed on November 3rd, 1983. He says, like no matter what you no matter what you hear no matter what happens you need to stay in bed and she's like okay dean leaves and is in the car and cash shows up and cast tells dean he has to do this alone then dean kidnaps the cult uh he tries to tell samuel what's up but it's actually azazel they talk dean is like motherfucker i kill you um deanna screams and then gets killed, and then Azazel goes to find John and Mary, mm-hmm. um, where John is proposing to Mary in the Impala, and Azazel snaps John's neck and gets Mary to make a deal to bring John back, but not Samuel or Deanna. Dean is then transported back to the present, where Cass tells him that fate and destiny cannot be changed, and that Sam is hooked on phonics, I mean demon blood, and I that mean, if Dean doesn't did he, stop- Did he actually explicitly tell him that? I thought he was just like, yeah, Dean's not- Dean, he's not here. I don't think it's explicit. He's just like, he's not here, here's the address that he's at. Uh, go ahead and find yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He's playing, like, a little game of, like, hide-and-seek with him, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he says that if Dean doesn't stop him, that the angels will kill him, and it ends on a to-be-continued, because we don't know technically where Sam is or what he's doing. I mean, that's the episode. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I'm so, like, kind of, like, whatever about Sam drinking demon blood, because, like, it's... I think the reason they do stop is after he goes to the... He's locked in the cage. But it is kind of like, oh, we just stopped that is done now yeah this is not part of anything anymore okay but yeah that that is that's 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 it that's it that's it um the death count for this episode is four on screen one mentioned what that one mentioned being um the husband who whose guts are all over the fort back 40 or whatever uh mm-hmm. and then Minus John, because John gets revived, so four total anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sure. Now, mm-hmm. it's everybody's favorite part. Uh, my notes. Wait. Yeah? Oh, wait. Wait a minute. No, stop. Pause. Yeah, pausing. Pause. Uh, do I even have one? He didn't have a no, one. No, I forgot Pause. to do one. Hold on, everyone stop. Everybody stop what you're doing. We need to find the cast quote of the day. I have to pull up a transcript. Castiel. I'm like looking like what... What what funny shit does our little angel man say today? I mean, not really anything funny, you know? No, it's he's really not funny right now. He's not funny in this one. He just kind of is like ominous. Yeah, he just says that your brother's headed but down a dangerous road. Ah, oh, I found a deleted scene. 
Found multiple Whoa. deleted scenes. Who's Charlie? Is Charlie the kid? Charlie's the kid. Oh. Um, I was like, wait a minute, who's Charlie? I guess I, he doesn't say anything particularly interesting in this. I'll tell you the very his very first line, okay? The Castiel quote of the day, or whatever the hell we're calling it, is going to be, Hello, Dean, what were you dreaming about? Okay, yeah, that was a pretty awesome one. Um, Not super iconic, but he doesn't... He, he just no, kind of tells it as it is in this one. Dean sits straight up in bed and looks over and Cass is sitting there and he goes, hello, Dean. What were you dreaming about? <laughs> he sure did. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, now my notes. Yes. So my first note today is casually drops demon blood on baby's lip because it shows us... De- uh, that again? Yeah. yeah. And it's just, every time, it's it doesn't get any less funny because, like, the scene is just so... It, it really just, like... You can tell that they just have one of those um, pipettes. Yeah, they're just dropping, like, a little bit of... Corn syrup. W- yeah. <laughs> Corn syrup and, and fucking food coloring onto that little baby. Mm-hmm. And then someone's immediately gonna wipe it off. <laughs> yep. And that little baby's just like... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, then I have the weird fucking motel decorations again. This time it was, like, gold bottles suspended by... So like, weird. Thick, I- thick chain. I desperately wish we knew someone who worked on Supernatural so we could ask about this because the weird motels with these weird decorated half walls are so strange to me and they show up constantly. And this week I was like, do they have a set where they just swap out that wall all the time and like change the colors? Love Because it's like so specific and it's there all the time. It's there all the time and it's always But I've never seen that in real life. No. You know where I've seen shit like that is a fucking Wendy's. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hate the show. Anyway, Castiel sitting on Dean's bed. <laughs> it's my next note because it was pretty awesome. Um, okay. And then I have this is my favorite one, which was Dean waking up with the jacket on him as if Cass gently tucked him in on the bench. Uh, we talked about it a little during the episode because when Dean wakes up, mm-hmm. he literally like. The jacket is draped over him in a way that reminds you of, like, if you place a blanket over somebody who's sleeping on a couch. That, to me, that's what it gave. And I just think it's funny to imagine Cass putting him here and then being like, oh, shit, he needs his jacket and just kind of, like, throwing <laughs> it on him. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, the, the production people just told me that we want to have him in that outfit later on. He needs to bring his jacket to the past. <laughs> yeah. Then Dean saying Dean out loud saying dad is so funny always when the the guy walks in and starts talking to John Dean's like dad and he doesn't hear him because mm-hmm. he's talking but it's so funny to me this one Dean said to Cass because Cass was being all cryptic Dean said are you allergic to straight answers and I said well I'll tell you what other straight things he's allergic to anyway um okay then I have my favorite quote from the episode, which is John Winchester just John Winchester saying, "Okay, Mister," because it's so funny. It's so fu- and like I get it because it, like a it's the seventies. B Dean at this point is older than him um, mm-hmm. because he's twenty six in the first season, and so by this season he is almost thirty. That's our estimate. That's our estimate. Because yeah, time is a little weird in this show where time between seasons is not, like, consistent. But we know it was four months, so it, 30-ish. Yeah. Um, because we know his birthday, which 
I'll yeah. go over in a minute. I do have this note that John in dark clothes and Mary in white kind of makes me insane. Like, it could be something awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I know that the reason they're doing it is to be like, oh my god, look, Mary is this pristine little, like, pure mm-hmm. yeah. angel, and John is a scary hunter. But then we find out that it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, it's fun. Yeah. Um, And if this was a better show, that would be awesome. But it's not, so it's whatever. Then I have the... My note about so when they're at the the Campbell's house and they're eating dinner, the basic meal. Excuse me. Oh no. Excuse me. The basic meal that the Campbells are eating makes me insane because what is this Thanksgiving? <laughs> they literally have mashed potatoes, peas and carrots. There's a bowl of bland pearl onions sitting in the middle of the table. They have some meat with like gravy. I couldn't tell what like, it was. I looked very quick. It, was it very- looks like fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was very thin sliced meat. That's all I got from it. It was literally, like, who are you? But also, like, nothing really looked seasoned. Yeah, it was very white people food. And I was just like, oh, if we're going to be doing this, can, like, can we have some, like... Like, listen, Haley was saying she'll, like, pop some boiled pearl onions. I that's love pearl onions. That's, I support you. I support you wholeheartedly. I think if you're going to make it a big a side dish in a meal, we could we could you know, you, you could, could put some spices in there. You you could cook it in something other than just It was what was funny about the pearl onions was that it was not on anyone's plate. There was just they a were, bowl full of them. It was literally just in a bowl. Like it was candy. <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny. <laughs> They were like, how can we look make this look all American? And it's funny because I think probably, well, I mean, I, I say this, but honestly, it's supernatural. The writing can't be that good. Um, <laughs> but there's probably something to say there, you know, about the contrast of the all-American family white picket fence life versus the fact that they are a family of hunters. But yeah. they're sitting down together and having this family meal and, like in their home where they live uh it's it's, they're supposed to be just like this very like suburban middle class family where like the wife i I don't know if you're gonna talk about this later like the wife like stays home and makes these big meals and like presumably samuel goes and does other work on top of just hunting and like they have like a pretty blonde daughter and she's like Mm -hmm like going to get engaged and like all this stuff and it's supposed to be and like the kind only, of the only problem but... is that the father doesn't like the daughter's boyfriend yeah it's it's very like stereotypical um and uh, you could probably argue it's also supposed to contrast like what sam and dean how they grew up because yes. you see that again kind of when um in the gin episode where like the big thing is like, oh, she like makes him, she makes pie or something, and pie like yes is another thing that people think of when they're like, what is American food? And it's like, well, so apple pie, <laughs> you know, apple pie, for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely supposed to be a contrast thing, but because it's supernatural and they don't, yeah, they just don't. It doesn't really, it doesn't it, work in a way it hit. could. It's not as well It doesn't well hit, done. but oh my god, it could. It could, exactly. It could hit. It just kind of does Like, even if they'd spent, like, an extra little minute of Dean being like, oh, this food's fucking awesome. Like, It's kind of weird Campbell. that they didn't. I feel like in later seasons, they leaned, they, like, picked up on, like, people liking 
or people, hmm, the fandom latches on, fandoms latch on to food. It's a really weird thing that happens in every single fandom. If you mention, if a character mentions a food like twice, that is going to become like half their personality. Yep. And that happened with Dean, I think mostly because of the Jin episode, but then like people, like I feel like the show started leaning in more into Dean liking food. Yeah, like we always see them at a, di- like, I think it's because like, He's always eating something when they go to the diners and shit, and, like, Sam's doing his research and Dean's eating. Yeah. But I, I don't, like, that never felt like it was, like, about food to me. That just felt like it was showing, like, yeah, look, but I feel Sam like, does all yeah. the work and Dean just slacks off. I, I honestly, I didn't think, it, I feel like at some point they switched to make it more like Dean loves food. Dean's always thinking and talking about food when Correct. that wasn't originally the characterization. More than anything to me is the the background we do have of them where they have lived and dealt with food insecurity. And yep. it's just like, they live out of their car and motels. And when they can get a meal that is like not fast food, they're going to take it. Yeah. More than anything else to me. Correct. But it is weird, because, like, I know in the future they're going to make Dean, like, more about pie. So the fact that there wasn't really any commentary on the, um, more commentary on the food, just, like, knowing how it's going to go in the future feels weird. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Speaking of food, my next note is Samuel handing this morning widow a fruitcake is... Like, it's like just saran wrapped. It. It's not even it's like in like a saran wrapped fucking. It's not even like cake. on a plate. It's like saran. It's so weird. <laughs> and he's like pretending to be a priest, and he hands her this fruit cake, and I'm like, girl, what is this Christmas? Like, her husband just got brutally murdered. I guess we don't know much. Maybe this is like a normal thing in the South. Is Kansas technically the South? Kansas is Midwest. Midwest, I think, even though or Central. I don't know. I was like, I said South, and then I was like, I don't think it's South. No, it's very Central. Yeah. But um, where the U.S. thinks South is, like, where our South technically is, is, like, weird. It's not, you right. know what I mean? It's, it, to us, it is South. <laughs> it's South of us. Yeah. We don't when know what Kansas so culture north. is. Hey, guys, if you're from Kansas, is this a thing? <laughs> I have cousins in Kansas. This is a normal thing to ask just hit up my cousins who I do not talk to on a regular basis and be like, hey guys, question. When somebody dies, do you give them a cake? <laughs> um, anywho, this note is that Dean and Mary just did the most insane aside ever, and it's true, because when they're talking to uh, the boy who's apparently named Charlie, um, they like, he says the thing about the demon eyes, and then they, like, step aside for a minute, <laughs> and Dean loudly talks to Mary, and then they step back. It's so strange. It was so fucking weird. I, I would like, just what? be like, okay, like, if I were that kid, if I were Charlie, I would just be like, hi, I, I can hear you. And, like, Charlie doesn't react at all. He just sits there. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is weird. It's weird. It was so funny. Um, my next note is Haleyville, because Dean goes to <laughs> Haleyville to find the cult, and that's, that's me, bitch. That's you! That's me, bitch. That's my town. I, I made that place. Um, Good for you. Thank you. I'm the mayor. Um, then I have the quote, which is, I don't think it's verbatim, but it's more or less verbatim. 
Um, the worst thing I can imagine is my children being raised like I was. Oh, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I had the transcript up. <sighs> oh, hell yeah. Um, I want I want to get out. This job, this life, I hate it. I want a family. I want to be safe. You know the worst thing I can think of? The very worst thing is for my children to be raised into this like I was. No, I won't let it happen. That is the worst fucking quote for Dean to hear. That is the worst thing for Dean Winchester to hear ever yeah because he already has all of the shit that he ha- will not work through no he won't he just doesn't and he doesn't and then his young mother who doesn't realize that she is talking to her son talking to her son yeah says this yeah like were this a better show that would be what like one of the best scenes of all time mm-hmm. but it's not so, uh, but in that same vein, uh, directly after that, I have the note that Dean telling her not to get out of bed is the most heart-wrenching shit, because it is. Like, and again, were this a better show, it would be so fucking potent, but it's not a yeah. better show. But I, w- dude, that scene could have been everything. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Um, I don't have much more to say about that, but I just like that scene a lot. My next note is, this goes back to Samuel and the dynamic of him and his wife. Um, mm-hmm. The misogynistic nature of Samuel Campbell. His wife is always cooking, and he just made a comment about periods. Yeah. Um, Mary wants to go because he mentions like a name and it's like dad that's my friend like we have to go see if everything's okay mm-hmm. and S- S- deanna comes in and samuel is like uh she wants to hunt she doesn't want to hunt what is this some sort of monthly month wi- women's monthly cycle thing <laughs> something like, like that i was like bro <laughs> what it and deanna just like smiles at him <laughs> It, this was a not great episode for it. This for was a women. weird episode for yeah, bad episode for women everywhere. Um, my next note is Dean's birthday is January twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine. In case anybody needed to know that, um, now we that's know that's his birthday. So that's why I said almost thirty. Because if we know that this episode aired in two thousand in October two thousand eight, yes. if we can assume that it is roughly the same time, like within a few months Mm -hmm. um we can assume that he would be turning 30 yes yeah um then my next note is um is about azazel uh azazel tells d when azazel's telling dean like what he's doing and why he wants to do this uh he says that he wants to create a master race Uh, And I said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, I... Uh Uh-oh, Azazel, don't... Nope, you can't say that. I know he's a demon and he is supposed to be bad. I can't... Kind of can't believe they actually used that wording. I kind of can't believe they used that wording, especially because, like, in ten seasons, Hitler will show up. I mean, I know they don't know that, but yeah, it's not good. No, it's really bad. Contrasting the badness of that line, there's then the line, you look into my eyes, you son of a bitch, because I'm the one who kills you. Good line. That's a good line. Fire line. It's a good line. It's a good line, and the delivery was pretty awesome, and it was just really good, because Dean is, like, literally, like, fighting back, like, 
I think he's trying to hold Dean down or something when he's saying it. Yeah, he is. And Dean is, like, underneath him or, like, against a wall. But, you know, Azazel has a foot up on him. Yeah. And Dean says that to him. And I was like, holy shit. That was awesome. And um, my last note of the day is, what would you do if you drove up on your mom making out with her father's body? Because, um... I don't like this show sometimes. Most of the time, actually, I don't like this show. <laughs> Most of the sh- time, this show's pretty bad. And I don't know that... why I said... I don't know why I said sometimes. Sometimes I don't like this show. Only once in a while, though. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why they felt like demon deals had to be sealed with a kiss. That that was weird. That was a weird choice they made early on. It was crazy of them. It they was were, a like, strange wait. choice to make. They were like, guys, wouldn't it be crazy if we do this? Um, and they up, did. It always ends up feeling weird and coercive, and I don't like it. Yeah. And again, it's like, I get that they're demons, and it's not supposed to be good. Exactly. But also, but also exactly. did, we, did we need to see that? Like, I know they're demons. I know they're bad. I know they don't... The point is they don't have good morals. It just, like, it's just... Also, like, I know that the actress probably wasn't actually kissing him because of the angle that it was at was very, like, concealing. No, I think they were kissing. You think they were? Yes, because it was long. Terrible. I hate that. It's, it's, It's really just, like, a... This is, like, such a weird thing to put in from a writing angle, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um, but that concludes Haley's notes for the today. Thank you cool. for coming on this journey with me. I hate this show. Cool. Next is Lore Library. And so I think the way we're going to do angel stuff is we'll just hit it as it pops up. So um, this time thing that Castiel does is called Advanced Chronokinesis. Um, And the Supernatural wiki says, higher angels can travel through time and are also able to transport people through time and bring them back without need of an external source to power them. So that's what Cass does. It's going to happen a few more times in the series. It does tell us that at this point, Castiel is technically high enough of an angel to do this. I tried to look it up. I can't tell until another thing happens how high ranking he is as an angel. But high enough, I guess. I, I didn't think he was that high, but... I'm wrong, I guess. I don't know where I got the impression that he wasn't that high up of an angel, but I was incorrect. He is some, because he has this ability. So either they decided later on it would be something that was just for higher angels only, or Mm -hmm. he's always been higher. It doesn't mean you're like, you're, you're not like that high. It just says higher and I don't, it's so vague. It's so vague. The show's vague. Yeah, you have to, he's later promoted to being a seraph, and I believe seraphs are below, they're a higher class of angel above normal angels, but lower than archangels. Their exact role in heaven is unclear. So he doesn't become one for a couple, maybe two seasons, maybe three, but he's he's lower than that, but higher than basic. (laughs) Awesome Uh, stuff. Yeah, really good. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was, one thing, I forgot to mention this when Haley was talking, you know what, I'll talk about that one in a sec, hold on, let me think, oh. which order can I, should I do this in? Okay, I wanted to mention really quick that I think it's really obvious that Azazel's plan, like, 
I don't know how much of the first five seasons they had figured out. I looked at some things that said that they didn't really know about, I think, Angels till season three. Um, <sighs> and I think that you can kind of tell because when you really think about Azazel's plan, it's like, this is unconnected. I was talking to Haley about this. Because Azazel's plan was just to create these, like, all-powerful guys to lead a demon army <gasps> for... Super-powerful guys? Yeah, some super-powerful guys to create... A, to lead his demon army for reasons. Because he wanted to. Those reasons we don't entirely know, just, like, because. Because he's evil and he's a demon. Mm-hmm. And it's completely coincidental that... Sam just so happens to also be Lucifer's perfect vessel. Those are not connected plots at all, from what I can tell. Right. Like, it just happens that the Winchesters are also the perfect vessels to start the apocalypse and star in the apocalypse. Like, it's weird because, like, I think opening the gates of hell as the demon king or the leader of the demon army or whatever, uh... Was it Jacob? Who was the guy who actually won the Hunger Games thing? Jake. Jake. I win. I was right. I think that is, like, one of the seals for the apocalypse. I don't actually think... Like, I don't think Azazel, like... I don't think it was an intentional... I don't think everyone is on the same page, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Azazel knew that Sam was also Lucifer's vessel. Right. I think he just did that on accident. He was like, how awesome would this be, guys? Yeah, so when, like, because Lilith might know. Lilith, Lilith, I don't even know if Lilith knows. Like, it might just be, like, Lucifer knows and the angels know. Right. Which ends up just being a weird coincidence that kind of makes your head spin a little bit. It's like, how did all this happen to this one family? Because, like, it's, I don't think the demons, like, got together and were like, okay, so we should get Sam Winchester because he's the perfect vessel for Lucifer, so if he starts all the everything, then blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's the case. So it's just a very strange series of coincidences for them, I think. You know? Yeah. It's just very weird. Um, I did also want to say, so this uh, creates a bunch of time paradoxes, which makes my head hurt. I don't like time travel, really. It fucks with my brain so uh dean convincing john to buy the impala creates a casual loop paradox uh where is that where it's um it's just like how 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 did this happen you know Mm -hmm. Uh, then who if you know that he goes back in time to tell his dad to buy the impala because he knows his dad buys the impala but then how did he know you know yeah That hurts my head. And then, um, although several elements of time travel in this episode are paradoxical, Castiel explains that destiny can't be changed and the events Dean caused would have happened anyway, even if for another reason. This establishes a level of predestination within the supernatural universe and allows for such paradoxes. This episode's paradox in particular is a predestination paradox. A person goes back in time to stop an event from happening, slash travels with no particular motive, only to have been the cause of it. So, um, I don't... (laughs) Love that they bring up predestination in this episode because I don't think they're consistent with it. No. And that bothers me because, like, you can't do it this time, but there are other things they change. Lucifer later tells Sam, like, 
all is going to come to here. You being my vessel. And that's never something they come back to. Yeah. So I, it's one of those things where I, I kind of wish they had, but they, they dropped any suggestion of Lucifer for God being the big bad, so it didn't matter. But... You know, it's just stuff like that where, like, they hear, they're like, well, everything is, like, some things are just destined. And then they use it again, but then they can get out of it. It's confusing to me and uh, inconsistent, I think. Yeah. Um, One last lore thing. In my time of dying, Azazel told John that it wasn't within his power to bring Dean back. And indeed, he had to possess a Reaper to make it happen. So how he brought John back from the dead is unclear. Two options, according to the wiki, Azazel may have been lying. Or he possessed a reaper in this episode, too, but off screen and, like, not, we weren't privy to it. Or it's also possible that it's something to do with the fact that Dean hadn't passed over yet while John possibly had. His neck got snapped, so we can only presume he left and went and peaced out. But yeah, that <laughs> is another, like, I... that's another inconsistency, but, like, sure. Why oh not, God. I guess. Why, why not, indeed? This whole show is, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, This episode does not pass the Bechdel test. We do have two named (laughs) women, but they don't speak to each other, like, alone. And also, like, I felt... What's her name? Deanna? Yeah. She doesn't, like, do anything. We talked about this. She's barely a character. She is in a few scenes, and in them she's eating food that presumably she made. She's making a large-ass fruit salad she might be have a brief conversation with someone and then she dies yeah yes she has a brief conversation with someone because that's the conversation where samuel is like is this like a monthly thing yes yeah so she makes food and then she dies yep she doesn't even like get in any hits on the demon right she like she like like, aims for a gun and yes. he, like, throws her and then snaps her neck. So she doesn't even get any hits. Yeah. Like, so she wanted to defend know. herself, but couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> she not didn't awesome. do it good. My crack ship for today is Daniel Elkins and Dean. <laughs> sure. Um, Daniel Elkins is the, the cult guy. I will take it. Yeah. I thought you might. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Ramblin' Man by the Almond Bros Band. It was playing in the diner. I think. (laughs) This episode is also brought to you by Kenny Smith and the Love Leaders. Go for yourself. I don't know when that was. I have no idea. That's okay. (laughs) My favorite thing on the wiki today, Taya. Uh Uh-huh. You just talked about. Oh. Um, It's the thing in trivia uh, that says that this establishes a level of predestination with the supernatural universe and allows for such paradoxes. I said that that's my favorite thing on the wiki because I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They did just, like, write themselves a little out. They were like... They were like, no, this is predestiny. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. (laughs) And we've talked about how much we don't care for that before. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought that I would use that as my favorite because, yeah, mm-hmm. what's yours? Um, I actually have to add something because I forgot about it. So I'll just, I'm not going to like edit it back into Lore Library. I'm just going to say it now. One of the charms on Mary's charm bracelet is um, a oh, symbol yes. for man of letters. And it's 15 years after 
Men of Letters was wiped out and it's unknown if the bracelet had any connection. I just think that they like found an, a symbol and they that they liked for Men of Letters and like forgot that they had used it on a bracelet because it's just like a, a symbol, like a generic yeah. symbol. I don't think it's that I, deep. I think I that agree. Men of Letters is a very interesting concept. I don't think that, I think because they came up with it so late, they couldn't properly in- implement it into some of the stuff the way that I think they should have. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I, I was looking at it. Anyway, my fave thing on the wiki is that um, in the journal pages, the other names on the page are names of people who have been crew members for Supernatural at various times. Robert Leader, whose entry reads, Phoenix, Ares, 1965, drowned in a bucket of water. <laughs> assistant art director. Nadine Moser, production assistant. Warren Dunlop, construction coordinator. An entry with the surname Goldwyn is also printed. Liz Goldwyn served as assistant art director. Very funny. Do you think that they asked these people how they would like to die? <laughs> I hope so. I would love to be a dead person in media. I think that that would be the peak of my career. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I've always said it, like... Put me as a zombie extra in The Walking Dead. I know The Walking Dead is over now, but yeah, oh, I would love it. We also have to add, in here it says that, like, John's dad left and hasn't been seen since John was a child, leaving John quite bitter. And then it is possible John's mother remarried. Oh, this actually is in the Winchesters. Because a yes. bunch of it is about him finding his dad. And we ha- we're going to watch it at some point. It is so unclear how much of the Winchesters can and cannot be considered canon. Yeah. So I don't know what to do about that. It's such Die. a weird addition to Supernatural, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think that it shouldn't have happened. No, I also agree that it shouldn't have happened, but it does make it very confusing because... But it did! It, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. <laughs> like, they added all this stuff, and then went, LOL, just kidding, and it's like, well, what of this are we supposed to take seriously? Yeah. I don't know. This franchise is bad. It's so bad. Um, nobody should watch it, and we shouldn't be watching it either, but we are, and we're here, and we're already this late into it, so we're not gonna stop. I love that you're and saying this late when it's season four. Y- yeah. <laughs> well. It's been three years. It's been three years. It's fine. Do you want to reading? Yes. Okay, so... When we were watching it, we were like, yeah, this this episode's just, like, okay. And, like, I remember it very well. And I think that it is an iconic episode because it's, like, this is John and Mary before they were John and Mary. But um, mm-hmm. the first iteration of that that I think did it pretty fucking good, all things considered. Mm-hmm. But it is just kind of a basic episode. So I've given it 6.66 out of 10 snapped necks. I Hell chose yeah. that number, of course, because... It's the Satan number, and Azazel is the Prince of Hell. So. Cool. So on IMDb, this episode has a 9.2 out of That 10. feels relatively With, high. It does. I actually wanted to go check really quick to see the episodes, season four, to see how it ranks. No, a bunch of this episode, this this season has some highly ranked episodes, but it does look to be pretty high up there. Oh, wow. there was a seven. This this is one of the higher ranked episodes of this season. Yes. Damn. So it is it is ranked pretty highly. Uh, most of the reviews are eights, nines, and tens. Not many reasons for people giving those other than 
That's what I feel like. They're so valid. I will say Cubs and Culture, who we have talked about before, left a 6 out of 10 review on March 2nd, 2020, and said the time to travel doesn't belong, and uh, they really dislike it. Uh, despite the actual episode working, because they like seeing younger Mary and John, they don't think it fits because they think it feels more sci-fi than horror fantasy. I think sometimes okay. the show doesn't really know what it's doing genre-wise, but they actually say that, um, the reason I'm bringing this up is they say it's pretty obvious that the writers eventually realize their mistake as two future episodes are devoted to retconning and smoothing out the plot holes this episode introduced. And now, I don't remember what they're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it would be about. awesome if Cubs and Culture included the episodes on there. I, I don't know which ones they're talking about because this episode is so weird in the fact that they keep coming back to John and Mary, and Samuel ends up being part of the show, which wasn't originally the plan because it was supposed yeah, to end at season sucks. five. I hate that part. So, like, <sighs> I don't know. It's I. It's unclear for me at this time. First of all, which episodes they're using to rec- they're talking about this getting retconned, and made even more confusing by this is the Winchesters, right? Like. Right. I don't know. And I don't know how much of it is them realizing there was a mistake and how much of it was them deciding, which they have done and they continue to do, oh, we don't actually like that anymore. Yeah. Because they do do that sometimes where, like, technically, if you're watching, like, in order like we are, it's not a problem. They just decided they didn't want that anymore, so they changed it. So I guess we'll see if we really feel their plot holes. And then this one I told Haley about already. But I don't know finite details, so I'm very excited to learn. So this with you one all. is by Raven Luna TYK-77480. It was posted on October 12, 2020, and it's a three out of ten. Awesome. And it is titled Story Changes for the Worst. Whoa. I don't get how this episode is so highly rated. It does have its merits, but the guy they picked as John Winchester was a total miscast. Aside from being a pretty boy, he was a big wuss. John was manly, tough, and strong before Mary died. The story was better before making Mary the Hunter. As a woman, I love strong, empowered female characters. I love Jodie and Donna, who is the best reoccurring character. But the writers got John all wrong. They didn't have to make John weak and clueless. A strong woman would never respect a weak guy. That alone, I have to knock seven stars off the rating. Holy shit. Okay, so right away, I, I disagree. I disagree with everything in that. Um, I disagree with everything in that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never thought that I would have such strong feelings about John Winchester positively <laughs> it, as I do in this moment. Uh-huh. But here's why I think it works. Okay. Yeah, go um, for it. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, the fact that it is a subversion um, tactic that we are supposed to think that John is this, like manly fucking masculine like mm-hmm. like super dude yeah and that mary has always been this like very proper little pretty pretty girl mm-hmm. it is subver- it's subverted it's the fact that no mary has always been the hunter john didn't know anything about it john didn't know anything about hunting until mary fucking died and he looked into it Mm-hmm. Like, we have no reason to think that John was a manly man before Mary died. Yeah. We are introduced to John Winchester. As with she her, is dying. As, as she's dying. Yeah. We we know that he worries immediately for his sons. 
we know that he tries to save her. But all that says to me is that he cares. Which yeah. obviously is not necessarily... It's John Winchester. I don't fucking care about John Winchester. But I mean, if I we're think looking at this w- with an outer lens... Yeah, and I think it's fully possible for people to change. I think... <laughs> We, Especially I, after a traumatic yeah, event, yeah, that's like what I was that. gonna say. I know, and I think I mentioned this last week. I know there's a se- there's a scene in season twelve where Mary is like outright told that like by I don't even know who some redhead woman that I don't recognize. Oh, I think yeah, she's like outright um, told like John was neglectful. He was outright abusive. Yeah, and I think that the reason that I think that probably works is because Mary's been dead. So she only knew him as like before that she didn't get to see him afterwards. I think it's completely possible that like people can become worse. They can become abusive, especially after a traumatic situation where he has not processed any of it in a healthy way and is instead like kind of taking it out on his children. Like, I think that's perfectly possible that he could have a pretty drastic change from who he was when Mary proposed to years later when 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 he had to raise Sam and Dean on the fucking road after Mary died traumatically. Yeah. And like Mary says it to Dean after Dean's like, "You know what? Fuck your dad. I I I I like this John guy." Mary's like, "Thanks. I do too. He's really sweet and he cares a lot and he's very gentle." Mm-hmm. Like we are told explicitly that that is how John was. Yeah. And it is supposed to contrast John as we know him now. Yeah. So I don't know what this person was on. I actually think it's kind of funny that this person dislikes this casting so much. Because, like, I did make a note. He's a lot shorter than John Winchester is that we know. And he d- he looks wildly different. But, like, people do change. But, like, not so much the height. More of I was surprised because the the fandom really liked this casting. Yeah, um, he he will come back. This actor as Michael, <gasps> he will. Isn't he? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's Michael for a bit before because he he's he like comes to here. Let me check before I leave that in. I don't think he's always Michael. Supernatural, but I could have sworn it looks he he shows up as him sometimes. Yeah, portrayed by Matt Cohen, possessing John Winchester. Oh. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, he directed a season 15 episode. Congrats to this Whoa. actor. Holy shit. That's kind of huge going from acting to directing a whole episode. I know. And you're not Congratulations. Even in the main anyway, cast. he was on 90210. Uh, people really liked this actor because we talked about how, like, it's weird that some actors people desperately wanted to come back, and he was one of them. He actually does come back in season 11 very briefly uh, to portray a young. Uh, John Winchester in a vision to Sam, but you know, like I was just surprised that this this person disliked this casting so much. Yeah, because like so much, only so much of it can be like the casting. I'm gonna say some like aspect of it's writing. What? I think that this woman, because we know it's a woman. I think that this woman is the kind of girl who just really loves army men, <laughs> and <laughs> this needs is a, a very man. specific thing to claim. Needs a man in a uniform. Sure. Because I, 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 I'll just my response to that will be sure. Listen, that exists. 
fascinatingly, Matt, Richard, and Rob are collectively known as R2M. And Richard, if for people who don't know, is Gabriel. And Rob was Chuck. So it was that group of actors who, like, did, like, a ton of, like, supernatural conventions and stuff, despite not being in a super, super ton of the show. Chuck eventually gets, like, a lot more. But I remember, like, people loved this guy. People really wanted him to come back, you know? I do. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. We love support for actors. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's all I've got as well. So say your shit, Teo. Thank you so much for listening to Hatrusa. We are Hatrusa everywhere. You can like, comment, share, subscribe, follow, leave a review, leave a rating. It really helps us out because we are the worst at advertising. We don't know how to do it. We're very bad at it, actually. And we are more than happy to be like white noise. There's so many hours of us talking, then, you know, just. You know, but also don't watch Supernatural. Instead, devote the same or more time listening to us talk about Supernatural. Yeah. It will be a better experience. So, you know. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Are you ready to uh, dabble with a possibly problematically rooted creature again? Is that what the next episode's about? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do some research before we watch it, aren't I? yeah <laughs> oh 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 no uh, you're right until then. oh no until then we'll catch you on the flip side oh no catch you on the flip side Haley, i didn't know this was next <laughs>